0: up everybody welcome
1: back to mile higher podcast episode 89 yep and today we are wrapping up our spooky content for october with our most requested topic probably of all time people have asked us to talk about this for a long time for a very long time mm-hmm. today we are talking about the very creepy skinwalker ranch
0: oh yes i'm so excited for this one because yeah you wanted to do all this the while. stuff is right up my alley as far as Interest and I know you're super interested in this stuff, too Because there's actually a lot of different things going on with Skinwalker Ranch Um, All things paranormal really So that is what we are diving into today and we have also got some super interesting News topics for you as well But before we get into those things I first wanted of course thank our sponsors for today: snow Postmates ritual and stitch fix for sponsoring today's episode Then I also wanted to mention we have new merch dropping on halloween
1: yes and it's very cool. cool stuff
0: yeah we're super excited about it we switched merch like suppliers and things like that so the quality is way better
1: yep, it's completely different totally new stuff but the only difference is we're buying limited quantities this time like we're you know buying and then right. selling until it sells out so if you want something you got to get on it quick exactly because things will sell out they will sell we, out we bought pretty limited quantities just to see how it goes with this first round yeah. so if you want something from the initial launch make sure you know you're you get ready on, on the 31st to yep. get
0: it and we actually changed the site. It's milehigher.com instead of milehiremerch.com. But either way, it'll still get you to the right spot. But you can go there and you can still get 10% if you sign up early for uh, that new merch drop with the code milehire. So definitely check that out. But yeah, let's go ahead and jump into today's news topic. So the first story we've got is good news. <laughs> yeah, I hate starting out these shows with bad news all the time.
1: I know. This is a great story, actually. Really the House is. just un- unanimously passed a bill making animal cruelty a federal felony, which a lot of you yeah. probably like thought it already was, but it's there not. Wasn't.
0: There was no federal law. No. To enforce animal cruelty.
1: Across the board. Right. You know, there's state laws, but that's different than a federal law.
0: Yeah. And it just it varied. And I'm I'm sure a lot of times they weren't even enforced to the fullest degree, you know, like. hmm. You know I've watched a lot of shows there's you know a lot of sh- I think there's like a show on Animal Planet actually that's about yeah um, you know fish game wardens the animal control people and stuff who investigate these types of, of crimes animal cruelty crimes and a lot of times the people end up getting like a slap on the wrist or mm-hmm. fines even just some fines like there it's not like people are actively Slept going to jail the all the time for serious animal cruelty. Um, mm-hmm. So now it's a federal offense which takes it up to a whole nother level. Definitely. So this law would literally make it a serious federal crime for, quote unquote, any person to intentionally engage in the crushing, burning, drowning, suffocating, and impaling of animals. Yeah. Along with other acts of intentional animal cruelty toward non-human mammals as well. Birds, reptiles, or amphibians. That's that's another thing too, is like this yeah. extends beyond just mammals and it goes to reptiles, birds, and um, amphibians, which is cool as well. So all pets are protected.
1: Yeah. That's really, really cool to see this happening on a federal level.
0: Yeah, and it's bipartisan too, which is cool. The government's actually getting together and doing some useful shit for once.
1: Yeah, I mean, you'd think everyone would care about animals. You'd hope. But there's a lot of people out there who don't. It's pretty shocking. It's just upsetting to think about what people will do to their animals to hear all these horrible terms, impaling, suffocating. The fact that anyone can do this to an animal is so shocking to me.
0: Yeah, and before it was like you know you could do that kind of shit you know there was people that were making videos yeah. and things like fetish that fetish porn and stuff. yeah exactly Crushing animals yeah which i just can't even believe exists in the first place but yep it f- does but now if Disgusting. you're doing that kind of shit you know you could be prosecuted
1: i remember there was a whole youtube channel back in the day before they really cracked out on like monetization yeah. stuff and just kind of like anything fucking went on youtube there was some channel that was cr- just crushing a bunch of small animals like frogs and stuff and letting things into the street to oh, see how far Oh, I remember it would go. that. You shot. Yeah. Oh
2: my gosh. That was so there
1: disgusting. Was, it was there? really bad. Yeah. It really freaked people out. So they finally banned the channel. Back when YouTube didn't
0: know the content that was on its no. own platform. <laughs> so
1: finally, enough people like,
0: yeah, got mad about it, it and, stuff, and they and got right?
1: removed. But yeah, there was this whole channel he'd like wear. like I think he was a man that would wear high heels or cowboy boots and like crush bunch of different things they get
0: like frogs and yeah little birds and, shit and like, like people
1: would get off on it it's so bizarre
0: why the <sighs> fuck are you wanting to do that in the first place i just don't understand this i guess it's Money. you know why do people want to like hurt humans too you know like some people are just they have no yeah. regard for life in general and or why do you get off on that things? kind of thing yeah.
1: yeah i know it's shocking
0: it really is because what the hell uh an animal is just as much of a living being as any one of us you know like would you go and crush and impale a human
1: i think some people just don't see animals that way they're just an object
0: which which i mean i understand like the argument would be like well what about people that hunt and do things like that and it's like you know is how is that different that's cruel in a sense because you're killing an animal but is it really that much different from somebody you know we're talking crushing burning drowning suffocating impaling. yeah what about shooting you know you're impaling an animal with a bullet yeah. So, you know, could that be under the same thing? No, I'm just I'm just saying I'm thinking about Yeah, no, it angles. is an interesting it's like, thing.
2: It's an interesting argument. But I think one thing is like Is it
0: cruel? Like it's not considered right. cruel to be a hunter. Yeah.
2: Well, that's a good point.
0: Yeah, and I mean I'm not saying anything against hunters. I mean, you know, I've known plenty in my life, but you know, it's just where does where do you draw the line? You know, like if it's a felony to do that, how is that much different from somebody that is going out into nature and shooting a bird versus I impaled a bird with a stick for fun.
1: I think hunting an animal is different than torturing an animal.
2: Right.
0: But you, right. But intentionally engage in these acts. It doesn't say torture. So it's just killing the animal in some way, shape or form. So I don't know. I feel like that's kind of weird. The wording at least is weird. Like, I feel Mm. like they got to figure that out because I think some animal rights people might go and,
2: yeah. I no. think there is definitely like still work to be done. And I mean, you can go into like how we treat, you know, like breeding animals and stuff and just.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Animal testing. I mean, is totally. that factory farming?
0: Should all factory those Factory people- farming. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. You want to talk about animal cruelty.
2: Yeah. You yeah. want to talk about, which I think is so interesting that this, and I think it's great that this exists. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm all for it. However, I think it's interesting that we as a society are able to be like, woohoo for like our, you know, at home pets, but all these animals that we do yeah. eat Livestock, in such a yeah. huge quantity mm-hmm. and we eat it, you know, commercially. It's like, oh, we just kind of turn our heads because they're food. It's like, well, when do we draw the line? Because there's other cultures that yeah. really worship those animals. Totally. Yeah. And we'll eat dogs or something. And we're over here and we think it's, you know, we would never mm-hmm. think of doing that. So I
1: know it's really interesting. You, you ask a person depending on where they are in the world or what their situation is or where they were brought up and they, they see animals totally and different. what you can do completely different. Like everyone has such a different take on it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's, it's getting tricky though. It is. It's getting tricky. It's hard to
1: write laws around it, but it's so good to see that they did this. Definitely great to see.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, it's a good start. It's a good yeah. start with going after people that are just doing evil shit to animals and yeah, you know, or people I mean, just mistreating their pets. Torture. Totally.
1: It seems like we should have like done this a long time ago, but you know, now it's good.
0: Hey, we're making some progress. That's good.
2: Better now than ever, I guess. Yes.
0: Exactly. So this next story is something that we've talked about a couple of times on the, on the show before, um, specifically around Tom DeLonge, and it really kind of fits good into our topic for today. So Tom DeLonge, we've talked about many times, he has this To The Stars Academy, which is an aerospace company mm-hmm. um, that claims to have Alien materials, and actually, we've heard him kind of talk about this before mm-hmm. um, on the when, Joe Rogan podcast. On the Joe Rogan podcast, yeah. Um, so they've like pretty much confirmed that he has this type of material. It's a metal, and as far as we know, it's not from Earth, and it's, have,
1: not 15. it's not element. It's not
0: element one fifteen. We, 115. it's nothing sorry, we've ever. <laughs> yeah, it's not an element that we have synthesized in a lab yet. So, like. With okay. Element 115, they, have they had the raw, but then they went into a lab and were able to chemically recreate it. Oh, so, so this so is something that we different. is unidentifiable. We don't know what it is. It could very well be from another planet, or you know, what's he going to do with something it? something else.: Well, what's interesting is that you know we, they have all these mil- ex-military guys and scientists and things mm-hmm. like that, and they already are teaming up with the U.S Army actually with this. Really. The army and the Department of Defense have already reached out to to the stars, which is why there's a lot of skepticism around his company and because he um, has so many government because he has so many government people. That it, sure. is this really like because his whole thing is like we want to bring this technology to the people. We're going to mm-hmm. bring disclosure and do all this, you know, as far truth as truth comes out. Exactly, we're going to reveal the truth about everything to the public um, through our company. But it's interesting; he's teaming up with the army to research this material that he has. And the army's hoping that they can use this alien material or metal to their advantage and like put yeah. it on their vehicles and things like that. Like maybe it's like this it probably indestructible is. metal that bullets can't pierce or, you know, bombs can't impact. And
1: it's interesting that they're openly talking about this. You'd think they would want to keep the fact that they're going to look into that a secret.
0: Right. Well, that's the other thing, too, is like. Why are they just telling all of us this? Yeah. You know, is it really what they say it is? Mm -hmm. But the history of this metal and where Tom, because it's like, where the hell did Tom DeLonge, Blink-182 do get a piece of alien material?
1: And that's what makes you a little skeptical, especially when you don't really know his history. I think when you see an article like Tom DeLonge claims he has this metal, I think a lot of people are like, really? Show us then. Yeah. And he hasn't
0: exactly like showed us proof or, you know, what it can do. But this material that he has uh, apparently started with Art Bell, which if you don't know who Art Bell is, he's a really legendary, you know, kind of paranormal UFO, uh, coast to coast AM radio host who was on the radio for a long time talking about all this stuff. And apparently he had it and he claims that this material is from the Roswell crash, Ah. which is interesting and very possible that it is like it's very possible Well, they
1: claimed that something was recovered at the site
0: they claim a craft was recovered from the site yeah so could this metal be from this a potential extraterrestrial Mm. craft
1: it's interesting
0: so yeah we'll have to wait and see what you know comes next but it's interesting that they're confirming that they have this material and that they're going to start studying it and figuring out what it can be used for and the military is very interested in this Hmm. so this last story though you guys, a lot of you were sending us this from across the so pond. So
1: many. This, this is crazy. This it really me. is. This is very weird.
0: Yeah. So like last Wednesday morning, uh, first responders in the county of Essex in the UK made a horrifying discovery when they found a container truck with 39 bodies inside.
1: 39.
0: Oh, that's yeah.
1: so many. Imagine being the person who found that.
0: Yeah. 39 38 were adults and one was a teenager
1: oh that's so scary
0: and what's interesting is they've already as of today i believe or the last day or two charged the truck driver with 39 counts of manslaughter and conspiracy to traffic people
1: they charged him today in connection
0: yeah it's the day a, that it's we're a, filming this it's an update yeah
1: interesting so is it the same guy that they initially said did it so he really did do it. he
0: really did he drove this truck in and they're they're connecting it and there's four other people that have been arrested
1: i knew that the details would get streamed out because everyone was super confused when this happened on wednesday because at first you know they sent out the picture of the guy Mm -hmm. to everyone and then there was a bunch of people that were like on twitter like don't stop sharing this guy's picture he's not actually the killer he didn't do it he just picked well, up the truck 30 minutes before he's all disturbed poor guy and then the conversation turned to that so now they're finding out that he actually police, did the do it the latest update
0: on this case is that the police are are charging him with 39 counts of wow. manslaughter wow
1: damn and that
0: this is the one of the biggest human trafficking cases in UK is
1: human trafficking mm-hmm. wow
0: the people are from asia
1: did he so did he murder them or what did they accidentally die some way in the truck
0: yeah i believe it was a, i bl- well that's why it's manslaughter not murder he was, was he like was refrigerated or something, something happened either they got too hot they're doing autopsy. they don't even know they're doing autopsies on all of the seen, like just of the victims them. to try to yeah. figure out how each of them died so that they can you know determine a i don't think he said or admitted or wow. i don't i don't really think they know that much as far as his involvement with it but i know that they're charging him with 39 counts of manslaughter
1: I wonder if he was just transporting these people right. though, or did he actually kill them? Is he a serial killer?
0: No, there's three other or four other people okay. involved with this. There's some type of ring. And or something group probably or went something. wrong and they died right. and
1: suffocated or froze or overheated or something right. something happened.
0: Yeah, ho- or hopefully wow. it wasn't like starvation or something evil or uh, you
1: know. I don't know. Thirty-nine people all died of starvation. Yeah, that's true. It must have been some maybe it was even like a chemical leak in the like an exhaust leak or something like that yeah carbon dioxide yeah Mm.
0: carbon monoxide yeah
1: I mean yeah sorry (laughs) yeah I pretty much got to
0: see
2: every science uh, class I ever took so don't really know the difference yeah what if they just ran out of well if they run out of oxygen yeah because there were so many of them in there yeah
0: that's true 39 people in a trailer for who knows how long I mean they're they're locked in my guess is that they my guess is that they picked them up from or no I keep forgetting this is fucking crazy, but there's a tunnel that runs under the ocean from England to right. the main mainland of Europe. Oh, and so they went
1: under that. It
0: came from Bulgaria.
1: Oh man!
0: So the truck was driving from Bulgaria under that. Could be part of it too. They literally had to drive in that underground tunnel for a mm. long time. You because know,
1: that, what does that kill you though? No,
0: but I'm just saying, like maybe they didn't. They ran out of oxygen. Like if you think about it, yeah, maybe the so trek was so long in a confined space mm. that they ran out of oxygen.
1: I mean, that's totally possible.
0: Because if you think about it, if they knew, you know, it'd be apparent if it was yeah. something else, like if they got shot or something, right. or if there's blood. Yeah, th- they mean, would they know would have right away and been was. like, "This is murder." It's but it sounds like an accidental. Yeah, you know, human trafficking. Oh my gosh, death operation that's just
1: wild. It'll be interesting to see as the details come out. I'm sure a lot more information is going to come out. This was a big story.
0: It was another thing that they uh, released too as well is that a lot of these people are from vietnam there's a lot of vietnamese people that are being in this human trafficking that are actually missing persons back in vietnam oh my gosh so this is a i'm pretty sure you know that this is a full-on human trafficking operation that is
1: big groups of people like that riding in cars that's what it is
0: crazy though because it's i feel like it's so rare that we actually like catch some of the stuff happening and unfortunately it was too late for this this group of people that (gasps)
1: Imagine being the first officer on the scene, though. Oh my god. Oh
0: my god! You imagine opening the back of that? oh, terrible. Crazy.
1: Just terrible.
0: Yeah. Really sad stuff. But yeah, we'll just have to wait and see what happens from here, and you know if any more information comes out in this investigation, because this is an ongoing, active uh, thing. Because there's clearly like where these people come from, who's involved with that. Yeah. How, why are they coming A to lot the more UK? Is come out. Who's where are they going once they get to the UK? Yeah what are people people like well what the hell? this
1: could lead to some pretty big busts they can find well, out they can a lot flip of information this driver this. and
0: stuff like maybe they can oh, make yeah. a deal they with probably
1: will they
0: probably will get them to like give up who's up the chain because i'd Gosh. be surprised if he was like the end all guy that went yeah. and got them or something
2: no, he's definitely working for some dudes that are way higher up
1: yeah
0: it's just crazy though when that the the, re, the cold Evil reality of human trafficking. I know. You know, comes to the surface. And
1: a lot of people are just shocked by it when they hear like, stories oh like God, this because they don't happening. realize this is really happening on such a grand scale.
0: And probably all over the U.S. as well. I mean, there's, oh yeah, it Definitely. makes you think about these tractor trailers though, and these big trucks mm-hmm. driving trailers. Like, what the mm-hmm. hell's in them? There could be. I know. People in there. Like, I
1: literally think about that all the time.
0: I know it's something that that like the highway patrols are are being. You know, taught to look at is actually investigate some of these trucks because it it happens more often than not. You know, not only like illegal immigrants coming across, Mm -hmm. but human trafficking victims and stuff. So it's really crazy stuff. It is. So let's go ahead and jump into Skinwalker Ranch because we got a lot of ground to cover. But before we do, we'd like to thank our first sponsors for today. Let's talk about the infamous Skinwalker Ranch.
1: Just sounds so creepy. Skinwalker, Skinwalker. Yeah. I hate it.
0: I know this place is supposedly the most active, diverse paranormal hotspot in the world to many who have studied the paranormal. The hotspot is commonly known as Skinwalker Ranch, but it's also known by other names such as Sherman Ranch or UFO Ranch. For decades, people have claimed to have encountered all kinds of strange phenomena in this area of Utah. It's literally in the middle of nowhere, desert, Utah. And a lot
1: of paranormal stuff comes out of Utah. Yeah. they kind of like Midwest of the United States can have a lot of paranormal yeah, activity going.
0: Totally. There. Totally like Utah, New Mexico, Colorado. Yep. There's a lot of paranormal activity, which is interesting because of, of the Native American aspect to it, which we'll talk about in a sec. But That
1: is very interesting.
0: There's been all sorts of reports, especially of UFOs. That's like the number one thing with mm-hmm. this area of Utah and Skinwalker Ranch, actually. It's not necessarily the Skinwalkers, which is, you know, hence the name. But it's really about the UFOs. People have encountered potentially aliens, interdimensional beings, portals, shadowy entities, and of course, just lots of like poltergeist haunted activity mm-hmm. um, it, at this location. So, Skinwalker Ranch is 480 acres and it's located near the small towns of Ballard and Fort Duchesne, Utah. And it borders a U Indian reservation. So, to put that into perspective for those who have never been to Utah or maybe even know what Utah is, Um, it's essentially the capital of Utah is Salt Lake city. So it's three hours east of Salt Lake city, or it's only six hour drive for us to drive to Skinwalker ranch. You want to go?
1: Yeah. Maybe one day we should go. Yeah. Seriously.
0: Mile hour trip trip to Skinwalker ranch. That would be crazy.
1: Yeah, we should wonder what we would see. I'm kind of scared. It's pretty creepy.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of (laughs) freaky stuff going on there, but it's really not that far. I was kind of surprised too. when I typed that into Google. I was like only six hours. Damn. Let's make a trip out there. So, this area, for more than 150 years, the Ute Indians have lived here on a reservation that covers 4.5 million acres. And they've long said that the ranch is, quote unquote, on the path of the skinwalker. And for that very reason, they will not go anywhere near the ranch. So, according to legend, a skinwalker is an evil, shape shifting witch of the Navajo people which the U people take very seriously, clearly, Mm because they are very scared of this. They really believe in it. They do. And the reason why this is even a thing is that before the U people actually moved to the reservation, they were, of course, fierce warriors who lived primarily in the region of Utah, Colorado, New Mexico. And at one time, these two tribes, the Utes and the Navajos, actually fought together against their common enemies, i.e. white people, you know, coming west and Mm -hmm. taking their land. So, for a while, they teamed up against that. But then eventually, you know, a lot of times the tribes had to, in order to better their situation, kind of work with the enemy in a sense. And that's exactly what the Utes did um, because they actually got horses from the Spanish and then they began to abduct Navajo people and they would sell them in New Mexico slave markets. Jeez. That's so, it's crazy. Kind of turning against, you know, your own in a sense. I mean, they're a different tribe, but at the same time, it's like, damn.
1: Yeah, I didn't know they would be that savage towards each other.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then later on during the Civil War, some of the Ute warriors teamed up with Kit Carson in a military campaign against the Navajo tribe. So literally helped Kit Carson and, and the military take from the Navajo tribe. And because of this, this ended up with the Navajo being exiled from their lands and forced to march to a reservation in Fort Sumner, New Mexico, known as the Long Walk of the Navajo. This is very famous. The result of the Utes teaming up with Kit Carson essentially ended with the Navajo being exiled from their lands and forced to march to a reservation in Fort Sumner, New Mexico, which this event was also known as the Long Walk of the Navajo. So eventually the Navajo tribe was allowed to return to their homelands in the four corners area which is somewhere i definitely like to check out because you can stand in four states at once if you don't know it's oh, kind of yeah. cool people always take pictures you know like
1: yeah i mean in- i remember like kids in school taking pictures there and bringing them into class and being like look i was yeah, in yeah. four states at yeah. once
0: even though like what the fuck are states you know it's just like imaginary lines yeah
1: <laughs> honestly
0: <laughs> but because they you know of these things that the youths did to the navajos they believe that they put a curse on them and that Literally after they cursed them, this is when the skinwalkers skinwalker started to plague the you people. So they believe that this has been going on for a long, long time, like 15 generations, that there's these beings/ animals that are roaming this area, and essentially they feed off of life. Yeah, they kill and they feed off that life, and, and that's how they survive.
1: And they're called skinwalkers because they're wearing the skins of the animals that they turn right. into, but they're walking around like normal humans exactly. during the day.
0: Exactly. Interesting. Which makes sense. And the, and the thing with it too is that it's not like specific to these just two tribes. Like skinwalkers is kind of a general you know, a generalized um, name for it. Mythological creature in a sense cuz a lot of different tribes talk about it in a lot of different cultures actually. Um, essentially, they believe that it's a medicine man or woman who commits a terrible act such as killing a relative in order to gain supernatural power so it 's kind of yeah there's somebody that has these powers, but they use it for evil essentially
1: they did a deal with the devil
0: exactly, yeah, in a lot of ways, if they believed in the devil, but what they do is they can shape shift into the whatever animal they need to be, so if they need to run fast, they turn into a wolf if they want mm-hmm. to fly, an owl crow, you know just whatever they depending need on at what that the time yeah whatever purpose they need to do. Um, They can just change into that animal. They're also known to knock on doors, bang on walls, peer through windows, attack livestock, and harass unsuspecting humans by appearing and disappearing.
1: So there's not really any good ones. They pretty much all wreak havoc.
0: Yeah, it's an evil, Mm -hmm. evil entity, pretty much. And so skinwalkers have been seen by the Ute people a number of different times, and they believe that they live in this area um in utah called the dark canyon and there's like all these little, they kind of live in these caves and things like that but then they come and run around and one of the ways that you know like if you see a wolf out there it might look a little different but if you look into their eyes they have like these human eyes apparently and they glow red and things like that so really freaky stuff so the thing with skinwalkers is that we don't know 100 percent whether or not they're real right Because there's not really any pictures of them. No, it's
1: definitely in the legend category.
0: Yeah, very much so. And I mean, there's, of course, people that have captured photos, but they're blurry and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they look like just a regular wolf. Um, A lot of times they've been compared to the extinct dire wolf. Like they're just a lot bigger. Um, They just look a little bit different. But Utah has wolves. So, you know, the debate is like, are we actually seeing skinwalkers? Or are we just seeing, you know, normal wolves and other types of animals that are running around?
1: Is this picture a... A regular wolf
0: this is a dire wolf
1: a dire wolf
0: yeah wow it's creepy looking yeah or like if you remember from game of thrones they have the dire wolves as well oh right they're like really really big Mm -hmm. like if you were thinking about a human-sized wolf it'd be like a dire wolf because they have very likely yeah
1: human-like faces right
0: exactly so that's what a lot of people say is they look like these larger than life wolves in a way
1: so maybe people could have been seeing those
0: right exactly so there's these skinwalkers and that's just one part of this whole skinwalker ranch story and it's kind of like honestly the most minute thing about it like it's mm-hmm. really not that big of a thing like the ute people and the you know tribes people that live in the area 100 percent believe that this is the evil force that's running around causing havoc and all of this crazy paranormal activity at the ranch but in reality there could be a lot of other things that are going on so What's interesting is that the earliest mention of unexplained phenomena in this region of Utah actually goes all the way back to the late 1700s. Spanish explorers, as you know, they were exploring America, mm-hmm. um, were looking for the Spanish trail and passed right through the Uinta Basin and reported seeing craft in the sky over their campfires at night. They literally recorded that they saw UFOs in the sky in this area.
1: Imagine seeing it back then because you can't justify it as anything else. It can't be an airplane or something else like it'd be so out of the norm back then that yeah and you would 100 sure of it
0: yeah and you would 100 percent want to write that shit down oh yeah like, what the hell is Take that That's record not a, of that an animal what what are these like light orbs in the sky flying around so this was the earliest reports of phenomena at skinwalker ranch but jumping forward to sort of you know the modern history around it skinwalker ranch was first homesteaded by the myers family in 1905 and it consisted of only a few small buildings, as most homesteads had at the time. And eventually they abandoned that homestead and created a new home on the other side of the ranch. Because like when you first homesteaded, your priority was like get up a little house to live yeah. in and then like maybe a couple of buildings for livestock and things like mm-hmm. that. But then over time, they were able to create another house. And by the 1930s, the ranch was occupied by Kenneth John Myers and his wife, Edith Child Myers, and lived at the ranch until 1987. So they actually lived in this area at this ranch for a very long time. And What's interesting is that they never reported anything strange, Why? right?
1: They didn't see anything or they didn't. They as just far didn't as we it. know,
0: they. Yeah. I mean, as far as we know, they could have seen shit and they just didn't say anything, they but just didn't report they it. never said anything to anybody. As, and that's up to 1987. So. It's not like it was so far long ago that maybe they said something and just nobody knew. So it seems like. they. Well, I
1: feel like when you see stuff like that, if you do see it, you don't often tell people or a lot of people don't because they don't think they're going to be believed anyway.
0: Right. That's a good point. Or, you know, from the skeptics perspective, this is proof that maybe nothing is really happening here at all. And they didn't see anything. Definitely possible
1: too. Because, you know,
0: the next people that move in have a totally different experience. (laughs) Yeah. And just through the like 1950s um just this whole area of Utah, UFO reports were just rampant like there were so many UFO reports literally in the hundreds, and it included different reports of strange fireballs and aircraft that range in size from twenty to thirty feet across to as large as a football sealed f- sealed field <laughs> literally flying in the sky above them, like oh my gosh in the fifties too, so you know, technologies. Yeah. Hasn't come that far in the fifties to see.
1: Definitely not. You can't be like, oh, maybe that was a military plane. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, it's oh, like it's just some top different. secret
0: government stuff. Wow. Cause I mean, if you think about UFOs and stuff, Roswell didn't happen till you know late 1947, 8, or whatever, right mm-hmm. around 1950. So people didn't even really know about UFOs or, you know, have any clue what they were seeing in the sky, but reports were coming in of different types of craft. They would see round, oval, cigar-shaped, and triangular craft it's all during the ones we hear.
1: cigar shape again oval and triangle
0: yeah there's i mean there's literally like, like they
1: a, always fall into those categories
0: which is interesting because it's like hmm you know what does that mean is it, you know do these aliens just have like a bunch of different
1: maybe it's different it's kind of like know, how we have different, different car models yeah,
0: yeah yeah or different like species have different craft or
1: yeah well i mean maybe they're not all from the same place yeah they have different forms of transportation
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> different systems yeah. uh some of these ufos though were surrounded by glowing green lights and others would emit wavy red beams and others would just appear to shoot colored lights from underneath that's like a pretty common thing with ufos is weird odd lights coming from them and, and beams of light coming down to the ground and things like that but imagine seeing that kind of stuff back in the time you know back in the oh, 50s yeah. and stuff how crazy just like you so- would you know it would be something you'd remember it's not something where you'd be like oh maybe that was just a plane or just a right. helicopter flying around or something yeah. like it probably was some type of really UFO. You. yeah exactly um in fact in the 1970s the utah highway patrol is getting so many calls about ufos that they stopped filling out incident reports on them that's how many were coming in in oh, utah
1: they couldn't even keep up with it
0: no what's interesting though is at the same time that all these ufo reports are coming in they were also starting to get reports of bizarre cattle mutilations and this is where you know the two really became associated because there was so many cattle mutilations that were unexplainable we had no you know other than maybe it's something natural maybe these you know cows are being picked apart by predators and things like that but oftentimes with these cattle mutilations literally the incisions are medical grade incisions to the point where you're like there's no way a predator is not you know carving out an eight eight inch core into the back of a rectum of a cow
1: yeah no that's and (laughs) that's no sense yeah
0: like in and no blood yeah what a predator is going to come up to a carcass and rip it apart most likely and there'll be blood and Mm -hmm. you know shit everywhere but oftentimes there's very clean no yeah
1: like a human did it or something
0: yeah really weird What's also interesting, though, about all these UFO reports is in a lot of the reports, actually, people would report seeing actual beings in like the actual little portal windows on the UFOs themselves.
1: Interesting. They could actually see who was like driving.
0: Yeah. Like they would see living entities, bodies sometimes. I
1: think they have like tinted windows.
0: <laughs> and why would they just be like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. You know, like looking out their window, you know.
1: That's interesting. You don't always hear that with a UFO report seeing the actual mm-hmm. driver yeah the beings inside of the spacecraft
0: yeah well yeah. like one of the most famous cases of alien abduction is betty uh, and barney hill yes and they reported seeing aliens in, in the windows and things like that as well so this is it's interesting because it's like were all these people just imagining seeing things or were they actually seeing some type of living being in these ufo craft I don't know it's crazy I feel like it'd be
1: hard to remember because you're I mean you're so shocked when you see something like that right and like the human memory is already bad as it is especially in like high adrenaline situations yeah. you lose even more of your ability to recall details totally so like I don't know it's hard to
0: it's hard to trust those eyewitness, right. eyewitness accounts because it's like I'm sure
1: everyone would have a different idea of what happened if multiple people saw it you know mm-hmm. the details of the craft
0: yeah I don't know man but then uh, but then again, I'm like, why, you know, why aren't we having all of these reports now? Like, why is it like slowed down so much? Or like, yeah. why aren't people seeing all of the same stuff now? Like, why did the aliens just like stop?
1: Or maybe they do and people report it and it gets doesn't. hushed pretty quickly.
0: There you go. Could be. So after the Myers family moved out of Skinwalker Ranch in 1987, it actually stood empty for seven years before being purchased by Terry and Gwen sherman in 1994 and they also i've seen in publications their last name be gorman as well but it's sherman Mm. and so this couple moved into the ranch with their two children and livestock and they have really expensive cows um, angus cattle like angus beef these are very expensive thousands of dollars per cow um, because it's angus beef right so it's pretty expensive stuff and what's interesting though is when they moved into the house, they were surprised to find that the previous owners had placed deadbolt locks on all the doors and windows, including those inside. Wow. Why was there this is like a huge thing. It's like, why was there deadbolts inside and outside? What were they trying oh, to do? that would keep?
1: scare me if I moved into a new house and that the owner had <laughs> locked themselves everything. in pretty much.
0: Yeah, everything. So cabinets too. Wow. They have deadbolts on all the doors, cabinets. For what reason? Well, clearly there's some paranormal activity in this house mm-hmm. and doors are slamming. Things are moving. And, you know, the, because of this paranormal activity, the people are like, we got to figure out how to stop this. So we're going to deadbolt everything. Uh, not only that, but they could be deadbolting to keep themselves safe from something trying to get into them.
1: Did they not see this house beforehand and see all the deadbolts? <laughs> These stories are always so weird. They never, like, make sense.
0: Well, I think they got a good deal. It sat vacant for seven years, and, and they're a cattle rancher, and so there's only so many cattle ranches out there.
1: Right. You're going to be picky about your cattle ranch? That's true.
0: But people are skeptical, too, because it's not like they moved to, like, the best place to raise Angus cattle, too. We're talking, yeah. like, a very deserty area yeah. and, like, lots of predators out there. That's Not a ton true. of, like, pasture. You know, it's not great right. pasture for... For cattle so hmm you know they pick that you know maybe they because you know you always have to question people's intentions with yeah. this paranormal stuff because you you know it's very easy to fake and make up stories with this and that people really you know kind of cool. get really skeptical with this story because of the fact that they moved mm-hmm. in here and like you just said why didn't they check to see you know yeah they, they really did. wanted all this and yeah. you know they didn't care if their cows had the best pasture but on the flip side it was affordable it was vacant for seven years so maybe it was just a good deal and they're like hey yeah we'll take, we'll take it. it
1: some people do that
0: mm-hmm. but this is like even more this kind of gives gives away a little bit too is that at both ends of the house there's iron stakes and heavy chains that have been installed which the sherman's guests were used by the previous tenants for large guard dogs so they had oh. like they had literally like fencing around the house with chains they wouldn't they wouldn't let their dogs leave like close to the house essentially like they keep them chained up because they're worried about something snatching their dogs.
1: Well, isn't that just smart to do? I mean, whether or not it's skinwalkers you're worried about, wouldn't you just be worried about random animals snatching your dogs?
0: True. It's very true. Or you're worried about something, you know, because I mean, a lot of ranchers have like big dogs. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. we got a big Pyrenees, like a lot of people have big dogs that they're not worried about being eaten by something on a ranch. Right. But you know, the, this raises suspicion because maybe there is something in the area that they were especially worried about. So they built all of these fences and chains and stakes. and To
1: keep something out like, versus trying to keep it. their yeah, dogs in.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because literally, the day that they moved into this ranch and as they were unpacking, they spotted an enormous coyote or wolf in one of their pastures. And strangely, this animal approached them and they began petting it. What? Yeah. I would never. Which is sounds insane. I'm like, what? Come on, like really? Yeah. You see a giant wolf come walking towards <laughs> you. You're like, hey buddy, I pet you. <laughs> Good boy. Scratch him under their chin. You know, yeah. like, come what? On. That
1: makes no sense. This story is already sounding sketchy. Eh? Eh?
0: Skeptic meter's going a
1: little bit.
0: Yep. So yeah, so they're petting it, and they even remember saying the creature just smelled like a wet dog. Ew. But after a few minutes of stroking its back the wolf wandered over to the livestock pen and grabbed a calf by the nose.
1: Oh damn. no. One of the cows?
0: Yeah, by the oh, nose, like gosh. one of the baby cows. <gasps> by its nose trying to rip it through oh, the fence.
1: My. Oh, that's scary.
0: A big ass wolf, can you imagine how like scary and horrifying that would be to watch? Like goddamn. And Terry Sherman, the father, the the guy the guy and his father went over and started beating on the animal to try to get it to release the let calf. Let go of it, yeah. And it wouldn't, of course. So Terry took out his 357 Magnum pistol, shot the wolf at point-blank range, but it would not let go. And he continued to shoot it, and eventually it released the calf, but it didn't run. It just stood there watching the family. Wow! So they're like, what the fuck? Why isn't this thing running off? So they just keep shooting at it. But there's no, and like hitting it.
1: yeah. Clearly, Clearly, I mean, point blank
0: and stuff, this thing should be like almost dead by now.
1: And this is according to them.
0: Right. According to them, there's no blood, no sign of injury, and it's just kind of chilling there and slowly starting to back off.
1: Not worried about it at all,
0: basically. So then Terry goes and grabs his hunting rifle and shoots the animal again at point blank range. And finally, the bullet apparently took a piece of the skin and hair off of the animal, but it was still calm. It was like still just kind of chilling there, like not scared, not really like trying to run away or anything like that. Hmm. Um, but eventually after just continuing to shoot at it, it started to just kind of walk off casually into the pasture, into a wet brushy area. And he, he says that he tracked it and went after it, was obviously going to try to kill it. Cause yeah. just about if, yeah. I don't know if it killed its calf or not, but it'll come back. It'll come back exactly. If it knows that there's food there. And apparently this thing smelled really weird. Um, and the piece of hair that came off of it from shooting it smelled like really foul, like rotting meat combined with a musky fox scent. Like it was kind of a really bizarre, weird smell to it.
1: And why did they pet this thing? Well, they like walked up to it and it reeks and looks horrible. And they're like, let's pet it.
0: Yeah. Well, I think, well, yeah, I don't know why they pet. You'd have to ask them. I don't know why they pet the thing. It's cute it's cute
1: super cute
0: <laughs> so they i i'm assuming that this is a skinwalker because it's invincible you can shoot it and it does not die and it's a skinwalker in its animal form is i believe kind of the what many believe if you believe that the story is true and you believe in skinwalkers then this wolf could have potentially been a skinwalker which is why it didn't die.
1: Why didn't it attack them?
0: They don't skin because it's a skinwalker, and skinwalkers don't atta- don't actually attack.
1: They don't attack humans.
0: I, I guess not. I don't know. So that's the thing. But I hear conflicting stuff with that. I hear yeah. that they attack people too. It's so too. hard to
1: do research on these legend type stories. It's like it's so hard to verify. Well, everybody's got their own account of it. Yeah. yeah, there's completely different versions.
0: So based, yeah, I mean, based upon what I've seen about coming from like the the actual Indians themselves is that this is they do not attack humans and they feast on animals and things like that but then i've seen other you know the other side of that too yeah but what was interesting is one of the other first signs that they saw at this ranch was that there was literally large crop circles in their pastures like there was straight off the bat crop they found crop circles which is an indication that there's some type of something going on exactly what
1: could crop circles be if they're not aliens like do you ever have any other ideas of what it could be could it be some type of alien or something paranormal or a ghost creating crop circles maybe
3: man
0: is
1: there any other real like decent theory for what they could be other than extraterrestrials
0: or people
1: yeah yeah, well, that's a shit theory. <laughs> Some of these crop circles are insanely beautiful insanely and insanely
2: intricate, detailed, so thought and out, massive. Yeah, it would exactly. take you days to build that.
1: Yeah, it makes no sense.
2: Not like, oh, six hours in the middle of the night, and then all of a sudden I come out and they're virtually yeah. perfect to like every angle is like, you know, symmetrical. It's perfect.
1: Yeah, it's yeah.
2: really interesting.
1: So it's like this. This paranormal stuff is happening in the area, but also, well, I guess UFOs fall into paranormal as well. But is it is it like the spirit world and the UFO world like colliding in this space that it, all of it's connected to Skinwalker Ranch?
0: Yeah, interesting. It's a paranormal hotspot, meaning it's all things paranormal are happening in this area. So when you think about that, you have to think about well, what's the energy like there? There's some type of Stronger, you know, geomagnetic something going. There's something else underlying that is happening,
1: like connected more than we understand.
0: It could be absolutely
1: very interesting to think about.
0: Well, I mean, I think I think the simplest explanation is that these UFOs are creating crop circles, and especially in you know, it's what makes the
1: most sense when you look at actually look into the details of crop circles. We should talk about crop circles sometime soon. We
2: should. Well, there's an actual video.
0: Uh, i'm that That is, as far as I know, authentic. That's very old. That shows a, a circular craft creating crop circles in front of our eyes
1: during the Skinwalker. No, no, stuff? no, not skin. This oh, is this is like a, a
0: crop circle, and I believe in in England at some point. But there's a famous right, video. Clip. I've seen that. Video. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I remember. um So we, I think we know. I mean, as far as I guess, as far as we know, that that's real. That these UFOs are the ones creating. These crop circles, so, what about why? the crop
1: circles that were here? Are there any photos or documentation of them at the ones at Skinwalker Ranch?
0: Not, see, that's the thing with it is that there is pictures of stuff, but it's all super blurry. I mean, we're talking the '90s and yeah. stuff, and like, there just wasn't. And that's what sucks about a lot of this is that you it's know, so why can't we have today's technology back then when all this shit was happening? So we could see fly
1: up a fucking drone, seriously, get a good shot of the crop circle.
0: But, yeah, I mean, apparently there was a some type of crop circle. Well, not, it wasn't a crop circle, but it was like a 30-foot uh, triangle that was carved out.
1: That's interesting, the triangle.
0: But I think for the most part with Skinwalker Ranch, it was a lot of like smaller um, circles that they found. Yeah, and they found like <laughs> eye circles just really in circle, not like intricate designs that you see in England. And that's what's so interesting is that sometimes yeah. the crop circles in the U.S. are very like much simpler than in England. So Maybe all like, the fancy aliens go to England, <laughs> England,
1: and all the trash ones come to America. Yeah,
0: there's like some yeah, <laughs> some real proper aliens, and then there's some just you know backwoods ones out here. Yeah, like God. But in like these eye circles can be explained by natural causes too, and and that's what kind of the thing with all this is like there's kind of a natural explanation to a lot of this even with cattle mutilations if you think about that for a second you know you see pictures of cattle mutilations and it's very gruesome it looks crazy Mm -hmm. but then when you actually look at what's happened to the animal and oftentimes it's all the really fleshy areas that get eaten or you know removed first and you know yeah something could have came in there and removed an eyeball but at the same time a crow could co pick out an eyeball as well so
1: people are definitely able to make that argument
0: right exactly because, you know, with anything paranormal, it's, yeah. there's tons of skepticism around it. Because I think that's
1: good, though. Like, that's how you, you find know. the truth, by being skeptical of things until you are sure. And
0: really confirm it. Yeah. yeah. And there's just not great evidence. And I mean, the Shermans said that not only them, but their neighbors as well reported seeing a number of strange animals in the area, including exotic multicolored birds not native to the region.
1: Interesting. Which when I
0: think of that, I think of like a macaw parrot or something like yeah, flying around in the middle of the Utah desert, like something weird or like a phoenix or it's something. It's really out. Flying out. around. And then, of course, Sasquatch or Bigfoot. Oh, they um, see that there too? People have reported in this area that they have had encounters. Um, there's this one guy that says he had an encounter with a Bigfoot um, in this area, which is interesting because if that's the case, is it potentially that bigfoot you know has something to do with the energy in this area maybe they're drawn to it or maybe that's the only place where they can survive is when you know the electromagnetic energy is stronger there's got to be something because some reason why is is that why is there where you know why are there there why are there these hot spots at all On one occasion, actually, the Sherman saw a strange hyena-like creature attacking one of their horses, which they described low to the ground, heavily muscled, weighing perhaps 200 pounds with curly red hair and a bushy tail. Interesting. Yeah. And as he approached the animal, it vanished right before his eyes. And afterward, he checked the horse and found numerous claw marks on the legs. And then a few months later, a neighbor reported seeing a similar beast running across their property. And this is a picture of... I believe the animal that they're talking about.
1: It just looks like a coyote though.
0: It looks like the one that was running
1: around our yard today.
0: (laughs) No, no, it's much bigger. The scale of this photograph does really do it justice, but there's a, Mm -hmm. it's definitely a little bit larger than I think it looks, but yeah, I mean, it could be a coyote, but look at the, you know, there's, I guess it kind of has a tail to it. So yeah, I mean, this could just be a Utah wolf, which a lot of people like, this is just a wolf. Like, you know, (laughs) this is nothing special.
1: And it might, I mean, maybe, maybe not.
0: Exactly. So we don't know for sure, but I want to talk a little bit more in depth about some of these UFO sightings that they saw, because this is kind of one of the main um, and most frightening experiences that they had at the ranch while they lived there. Um, But before we talk about that, I want to quickly thank our last sponsors for today. So in April of 1995, the strangeness at the ranch got worse. Much worse. Much, much worse. While checking his cattle one night, Terry saw a silent glowing object pass over a 50 foot tall bunch of poplar trees on the edge of one of his fields. What kind of trees? Poplar. Poplar? Poplar trees. Yeah. There's poplar trees. Poplar wood.
1: Hmm. I've never heard of that. Never heard of that? Look it up. Like popular?
0: Yeah. Except without the U.
1: Poplar. Oh, poplar. Yeah. Oh. New new facts every day, you know?
0: Yeah it's nice wood actually i used to make uh poplar derby cars and boy scouts <laughs> shut <laughs> up you did not no i seriously did
1: poplar derby
0: cars yeah poplar wood Look it up at like um yeah we had the derby race you know <laughs> you, every year you make little derby cars and you race them and i had poplar wood cars wow true fact how cute yeah it was cute i was a cute boy scout
1: mm, i bet you were <laughs> i was a terrible girl scout you were in Girl Scouts? Yeah, and I sucked at it. And my mom say, was not motivated enough to like, yeah, make me go out and no. sell shit. No, <sighs> no way. It wasn't organized enough. That's all you remember, was so like selling thing. shit. It's terrible. Well, that's the reason I wanted to join Girl Scouts. To she wanted shit? to like win the yeah. coolest
2: prizes, right? It's no, impressive. I
1: just yeah. wanted that's to school, go door to door and like no. feel cool selling stuff.
0: Yeah, and you're selling <laughs> stuff because you're raising money so you can do shit with your troop
1: yeah well i never did anything with my troop because i only lasted in that shit about two months <laughs> me and my mom bailed after the judgment from the other moms
0: damn dude <laughs> so sorry i didn't do it that long either but i got a rank or two and i went on a couple trips. i don't
1: even know if i ever got like a badge or like a no. vest no maybe i got it in the beginning and then we just never used it and threw it out put it in the dress up clothes <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah the dress of clothes
2: <laughs> meanwhile john's vest with all of his patches are like still hung up in his closet in no his way. parents house yeah no he way. literally pulled it out the last time i was there i was like dude why do you have this and also it had all the patches oh my was gosh like you overachiever watch
0: him frame that shit he though, probably man. would yeah. i was
2: way too lazy to join that so i don't blame you but <laughs> josh i could see you thriving in that environment you know you i know, did with your right. popular cars
0: but I didn't like <laughs> I was good at it because he's race. an
2: overachiever and he
1: wanted to win everything. So it was perfect for him.
0: So a few days after Terry actually saw the glowing UFO object pass over his fields, Gwen saw another unexplained flying object. She said it looked like headlights, but they were a little ways from the craft like it wasn't, you know, it was kind of being projected out mm-hmm. and it literally lit up the whole side of the mountain like it was broad daylight.
2: That's really interesting. That's exactly like what happened to me when we were at the Fair Play cabin. You've got to tell them this story real fast. This is really interesting. Josh and I completely missed this. Yeah. Yeah. uh, And of course, the second you guys come out and see it, it doesn't exist. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So we were in Fair Play, which is just a small mountain town in Colorado, and us four withdrawn. And we were um, in a little cabin and the john's first, her boyfriend
1: by the way yeah he if you didn't
2: know sorry yeah anyways it was just us four we were in this little cabin it was pretty secluded and
1: very small cabin
2: we were all hanging out or whatever and then we went to bed and john and i were staying up in like this little loft so right. it didn't really have a full like door or wall or anything it was just kind of above on okay. this a-frame cabin yeah it was open overlooking the little living room and then there was huge windows looking outside and we were covered surrounded by aspens it was really beautiful and in then, the middle of nowhere too. Yeah, I mean middle, no other houses
1: backing, backing up
2: to us. There yeah. was just there no if you roads. walked all the way to the edge of the property, it was
1: just Open eels fields for a while. Yeah. So
2: and you guys were in a bedroom, so unfortunately you didn't see it. But anyways, so I was it was the first night and I was just sleeping there, looking out on the you know, I was laying on the bed that I was looking out kind of out at the windows, um, across out of the loft. And all of a sudden, there was a futon on the loft as well, and all of a sudden it started glowing underneath, and it was like this weird light and was like just a kind white of light. It was like a whitish blue. It looked really LED. It was very Whoa. there was no warmth to it at all. It was like blue and <laughs> yeah, it was very bright, cool toned. But it um, started off really, really faint, and then it got stronger and stronger to the point where it wasn't just looking like he was under the couch. It looked like it had, was coming from outside because the entire loft the entire living room was lit up completely in this light and at first i thought i was just like tripping out i was like what the heck and so i didn't really say anything and then i was like john did you see that and he wasn't facing that way and he was like no so i was like okay well he flipped over and then another few minutes later it happened again and i was like okay do you see that because like this can't happen a second this isn't my brain like playing tricks something at this point he was like yeah i totally see this and it happened again it was really bright so we're like that's weird so it kept happening on and off and um and then it happened the second night again and we yeah you know, like i told you about it and you guys tried to like yeah, try to like watch it
0: stay like sit out there and I was watch asleep. it but of course yeah. it didn't happen it didn't
2: happen of course but then the second you left and went back to your bed it started happening what and it was driving me crazy and the thing you that was like freaky was, for us i was like trying to facetime you but then i was like oh, what am i gonna like i'm gonna yeah. sound insane if i'm like come back out i saw it again yeah. like come on i'm sure it'll
0: be gone by the time we got out there
2: it was yeah. so weird, but, you know, we had all our windows open, and so we could hear everything that was, you know, going on outside, and right. it was silent when this was happening. There was no, you know, I thought it was like, was it a helicopter? Because right. it looked like yeah. it was coming from above.
0: A spotlight is a like spotlight. how you described yeah, it. It was, it was like somebody a spotlight. or something shining But she would
1: a right. you, you would, would hear a helicopter. You moving. would see the light
2: moving. It wouldn't be this even glow. No, it was like this even glow, and it would be like really, really bright, and then it would slowly dim down, and then it would become pitch black like pitch black on which Earth. made sense because we were in the middle of nowhere yeah so i was like okay it's not my eyes playing tricks on me it's not like the mo- i was like maybe it's the um internet box or something or like the cable box <laughs> yeah. and, like, and i yeah. was like no but it was Right, lit up like the whole room. It was really bizarre, and so then I was like, because there was a road way far away, and then yeah. how there far were cars coming. So I was like, oh, maybe it was headlights. No, way. no, because the next night we were looking out the window, and I kept seeing headlights. You know, cars coming by, and I saw headlights, you know, shining in, and it looked nothing like this. So yeah. And they were they're far yes it was far, far, far. there's and no this way it was lit up the whole so room. bright and it's it kind of freaked me out John and I were like oh my god close yeah. the windows and, like, like make sure what the doors on Earth are locked. could it be yeah we we're like is someone out there like shining in a flashlight that's what I thought it was like that's someone's scary. out there but then I was like I heard no one you know crunching leaves and or this walking happened around. the second
1: night as well yes it happened both to nights. again
2: so then I was like is this a normal thing so I start there was like a little book there you know how some Airbnb's are like oh leave a message to how your stay was so I was reading other people's like reviews to see if anyone oh, was saying anything like weird light but no no one said anything. Everyone said it. Like, oh my god, <laughs> we That's never said crazy. anything to the owner either. No, we, we should have. I know. Yeah, but that was a crazy thing. I still don't know what it was, and I'm sad that you guys couldn't witness it because I know it bothers me. I never saw it, and I was going like when it was happening in the moment. I was so like caught up in it that I didn't think to take a video. And I was like, if I take a video, what if it like doesn't show up? I don't know. I yeah. wish you would have seen it because it's so hard to describe. But I'm glad at least John saw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, saw at least, it. least you have yeah. one yeah. person John... to verify
0: it. Janelle, you're not insane. John's very so skeptical
2: too. So. Yes, he is. And What's he was your the like, heck?
0: What's your best guess? I have of no what it was? idea. Well, because- of
2: course, my like. Yeah, creative mind is like it was alien. Yeah, but I just
0: <laughs> we have a UFO. I mean, but alien. it could be.
2: I mean, it was weird. That
1: whole thing was weird, <sighs> especially when you hear stuff like UFOs being described as lighting up entire wow. mountains as if it was daylight. It's true. Like maybe it could light it up was a huge so area
2: inside. It was like you could yeah. see. It looked like someone was literally shining a giant. It looks like someone was on a ladder up tall, like maybe 20, 30 feet in the air, and shining a huge LED spotlight directly in. The a-frame cabin. You could see everything. All multiple the furniture was lit up. All too. the all the paintings on the wall yeah, were lit up. It was that's crazy. What's weird not is like it was a co- like, Yeah, it was multiple lights, multiple lights, multiple times in a row. That's weird.
0: I mean, it could have been a helicopter because nowadays there are helicopters that fly virtually silent. Virtually like you silent. Can't, you yeah. can't hear them. Yeah, at but all.
1: lighting you up every few minutes like that Both doesn't nice make sense. A and you could see yeah. movement of a spotlight like that. Was the light the same angle? It was not moving
2: time? at all. It wasn't like just it would travel evenly. Through the room would light or up something. the room? Yep. Yeah, it would evenly just and then go back down. It was really weird.
0: Yeah, and if you really look outside, like you know, this is on the second level of this cabin, this uh, the loft, and the windows. If you think about that angle and, and you follow that out, those windows, there's literally nothing like nothing. there's just a mountain range yeah. right there. So unless... And we were
2: covered in aspens. It's not like yeah. it was yeah. like a there's trees the view was like we were very secluded. Yeah, maybe they were lighting up the side of the mountain. But we were right up against started, the mountain. It, at least for, for my view, it always started under the futon on top of the loft. So I was like, what Wait, the? What? Do they have a light under the futon? I was so confused. I don't know. Maybe it was haunted. I literally started going there with my mind and I was like, nope. Just it to the was there. I'm going to turn over, cuddle with my blankie, cuddle with my dogs and just shut my eyes. Not going to happen tonight. Not tonight. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that would freak me out. Good thing I didn't see that. I was sleeping like a baby.
0: Yeah, the only <laughs> thing I could think of is like something was watching us or like maybe there was a drone or something that had some sort There's of light no on it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. know but
2: don't
0: why know. would they? It's like they, some mile higher fan they...
1: <laughs> was like out there with a the flashlight just shining it in. Um, would... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a problem. That
2: would be a problem.
0: And why would you shine a light in that night when no. you're clearly going to wake you somebody can up? You see
1: and the like... difference but between it so a light silent. and
0: a... Yeah, yeah
2: silence no one was walking around you could easily you were there it was like we had a giant deck it was creaky the deck there were leaves everywhere was was crunchy probably was a ufo (sighs) i mean where we were especially because it was like led like light bluish yes that also freaked me out as soon as i was like why is there no natural yeah exactly (sighs) it was not natural spotlight yeah Mm -hmm. there's
0: definitely ufo activity in that area that we were in so it's it is possible is there absolutely yeah there's a Absolutely. lot in Colorado, there especially in the mountains. There is a lot of UFO activity. So it's very possible it was one. Yeah, it's really crazy, though.
2: Yeah. So anyways, I don't know. Good Guess story. We'll, we'll never know. <laughs> yeah. I still like think about it. And I'm always like, what if I light. contact her and told her and she was just like, oh, yeah, that's just a blah, 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 whatever. Like it happens all the There's time. There's a
3: watchtower <laughs> yeah, three honestly,
2: miles down the
0: road. <laughs> dude, Ranger station or something. Like.
2: It could be something like that. We should honestly like reach out. Yeah. Or she's like, oh, yeah, we should go back. Have, this has been a thing in our house for years. Like when we used to live here, <laughs> we would deal with this, too. Yeah. Let's go back like, and host help. an investigation.
0: Yeah, there we go. Maybe everywhere we stay, we just got to do a paranormal investigation now. Like, <laughs> yeah. Good God. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, though. But anyways, so the Shermans had all sorts of crazy shit happening. They were having UFO sightings all the time. Cows were disappearing. Cows were they were finding cows with literally like holes drilled in their eyeballs. Ew,
1: what the and hell? And
0: weird chemical smells coming off of them.
1: Disgusting.
0: Yeah. So like what predator is going to drill a hole in an eyeball and yeah. run away with it? Yeah, really, just really bizarre, you know, mutilations that were happening to their cattle, like coring out the inside of body parts, Eesh. and like um, at one point the the eyeball was cored out so so deep that they were able to like stick a wire through into the brain. And oh stuff. Like,
1: hell no! Like, it that's was just, disgusting.
0: Like you know, like I said, there are animals and you know things like that that will eat those yeah. fleshy areas, so it's possible Owls. they could eat through the eyeball to the brain. Oh, that's so great! I the, hate
3: thinking about kind that. Of eat either. the
0: animal inside out but then again this was like shortly after so like literally the animal dies and then the next day it's already being eaten like what are the chances of that so and it doesn't explain the chemical smell but the most spectacular ufo phenomenon they observed was described by terry said quote unquote we would see these hundred foot circular openings appear in the air it was like four orange colored doorways Mm -hmm. would have sort of spiral open now this has been a lot of people speculated about what this was, and some people believe that this was some type of portals that would open up. I mean, we're talking hundred-foot circular openings. Um, so yeah, it could be some sort of craft, but that's like a
1: vortex big, type situation. Exactly.
0: We're talking about a spiraling thing that would open up and yeah, in this area.
1: Like another to another dimension. Potentially. Something like that. Interesting. That's what
0: people believe. People believe that there are these portals in this area that are open to these other dimensions, hence why there's all of this UFO, you know, UFO, you know creatures, cryptids, things like yeah. that that may not be from this dimension, um, in this area, and you know, skinwalkers, things like that. So, really bizarre. And apparently, they looked through a high-powered scope and they watched as a smaller craft would emerge from the hovering portals. So literally, they would watch UFOs come out of these portals and fly around the property and then re-enter them and disappear can you imagine seeing that like some crazy shit like that like
1: i would love to see something like that i'm just waiting to see fucking anything
0: we all are
1: why doesn't that happen to
3: us (laughs) i know
1: that's like we are the post of this podcast we should have something paranormal or you know we should have switched us we have to go looking that night so you guys could
2: have experienced that yeah we
1: should have. have been
0: happy to (laughs) <laughs> Seriously. We're like constantly.
1: The amount of times that our dumbasses have thought we saw UFOs or like think we see something. Well, normally just my dumbass. And then Josh tells me, nah.
3: Sorry, nah, babe. babe.
0: It's
3: That's not,
1: something military probably.
0: Yeah, or just like. Most of the time. Something normal.
1: Remember the time we were in Jamaica and we saw... Lanterns like fire oh lanterns from a wedding, and we thought they were UFOs. We started, you were sending me pictures.
2: Out. You were like, Oh my god, UFOs! And, and I, I sent, sent you a video. Like, I was like, Those are fucking lanterns, dude. <laughs> hey, I think in my head I thought it. that, but hey, we were smoking that Jamaican Kush. Not gonna lie, <laughs> 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 it was at like yeah, two in the morning, <laughs> <laughs> like, Whoa, dude, those lanterns,
0: <laughs> like, yeah, I'm on. was like the
2: closest we've ever come to this
0: it was so obvious they were like being launched from the beach right in front of our room and we were like, Oh,
1: whoa, look at oh, that. I know. And then the it made ocean. so much sense. Like of course a wedding on a beach would have those god.
0: But you'd be surprised at how often lanterns get, you know, they look people like people think they're the way UFOs. that they move in the sky, they, they hover, definitely look like it. <laughs> they're glowing. They look really crazy, but
1: uh, but yeah, I'm still waiting till the day where something paranormal actually happens to us. That would be amazing.
0: Well, we gotta do some more paranormal hunting for this stuff.
1: I know, but like not even paranormal, but like something alien. Yeah, I want I want to see a UFO. I want to have. Some we gotta go to. We gotta that. go to
0: the hotspots, man. We gotta go to Skinwalker Ranch. You gotta go to these areas where it happens more. often. What do often. you think,
1: guys? Should we start making some mile higher trips? Yeah, documenting some travel to these places. I think it could be really interesting. I'm definitely interested because I I think in doing that's that.
0: how you do it. I mean, that's how other people do it. Yeah, they go to these areas and you they, if you stay there long it for enough.
1: Yourself. Adventure is out there, right?
0: I mean, what are the chances a UFO is going to drop in front of her house or something? We're going to just like come home from the store and there's a UFO landed in her driveway.
1: Janelle's had like three possible paranormal experiences. I think just two. Two, but still.
0: I I don't think. Yeah. They weren't that crazy. Yeah. And I think most people have at least one or two. Like, you know, unless you're like a paranormal investigator, you don't have like tons and tons of different experiences with with the paranormal. Because you got to think about it too. Think about how much paranormal activity you probably miss we don't notice that is happening that we just don't realize is happening oh yeah it's probably more often than not i would imagine but one of these things i will um but one of the interesting things i wanted to mention that kind of connects multiple topics we've talked about roswell area 51 and now skinwalker ranch is that when you plot out these different locations on a map actually and you draw a line between them it forms a triangle which, Bermuda Triangle. Exactly. Is this like the UFO Bermuda Triangle? Like it's interesting that you've got Area 51, Groom Lake, Roswell, and Skinwalker Ranch. And in this area within it,
1: all this happens All this
0: activity is happening. That
1: is super interesting. I've never heard that before. I didn't realize they made a triangle like yeah. that.
0: Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that.
1: Wow. So stuff just happens in that entire area.
0: There's something significant about the yeah. triangle, I feel like, too.
1: Or that area. That's some that maybe there's a reason Area 51 was or put in those where locations. It is.
0: And maybe there's a reason that these aliens crashed at Roswell. Yeah. Because there maybe there's something different with the energy. I don't know. There's something going on. There's
1: something special about this area.
0: Because yeah. if you think about like the Bermuda Triangle and all of the crazy kind of paranormal shit that's happened out there, there it's the same type of situation. Yeah. And there's all You know, why are the pyramids the way they are? Why are they all connected? And then you look at across the world, and there's probably even more triangles that you could form between, you know, various points of paranormal activity.
1: The triangle seems to have significance to it. Mm
0: -hmm. It does.
1: Especially when it comes to energy.
0: It does. Pyramids, triangles, all of it is very, it's very interesting how they're all sort of connected and how it's kind of connected through the esoteric and occult and all of these different really like interesting topics that go back really far into history and events i don't know i find it really interesting yeah connecting those dots but some other strange events that happened during the two years um at the ranch with the shermans like we said earlier the pastures would just all of a sudden light up at night there were sounds of heavy machinery that could be heard like something operating under the earth like, gr- like grinding really like almost ominous sounds coming from beneath the ground. Um, and not only that, there was obviously poltergeist types of activities, like items would disappear, hence why they had locks on all the cabinets and stuff because shit would just move around, put stuff back. There'd just be like constant shit happening um, in the house itself. Um, they would report hearing disembodied voices. I think there was like a, a female that, like there could be potentially spirits haunting this area in this house and this homestead at, on Skinwalker Ranch. Like, It's just like a really strong. Yeah. Force. Something. Whatever it is. That is like feeding this activity. But the final straw for the Shermans happened on the evening of May 1996 when Terry was outside with three of his ranch dogs. And this was when he noticed a blue orb darting around in the field near the ranch house. And he urged the dogs to go after it. He was like, go get it. Which I don't know if that's the smartest thing to do. But the dogs went and chased and we're like barking at this orb of light and they followed it into like some bushes and that was when he heard three horrific yelps and when he called for the dogs they didn't respond oh no and so the Skinwalker next got him well i don't know something got him cuz the next morning when he went back out to look for the dogs he found three round greasy lumps
1: he just left them out there. He was like, "Oh well, they're probably dead. Gonna go inside."
0: I guess. Yeah, I'll I check guess. them in the morning. Yeah, I guess.
1: That's savage.
0: And there was like just three lumps of goo on the ground.
1: Oh my gosh, that's disgusting! Like,
0: like they, they say it was like butter, oh. like greasy pools of butter. Ew, ew, that's really. And gross. the earth was scorched. Like something had something had like incinerated, incinerated these them. dogs. Like the oh this my blue gosh. orb. And the blue orb thing is interesting because there's actually a lot of different stories of people seeing this blue orbs of energy, but it kind of looks like liquid inside. It's very weird looking like we don't even really know what it is. It could be its own entity. It could be some type of energy ball, but it seems to have some sort of intelligence and ability to take life clearly if it killed these dogs. So I don't know what this fucking thing is. It's crazy though. But this was kind of the final like They were like, we're done. Like, this is crazy. We love these dogs. We lost her. Like like anyone would be if you lost your dogs and pets. Um, You know, you've already lost your cattle. You're losing money. You're like, enough is enough.
1: I need to figure this out.
0: We can't stay here anymore. Again, only there for two years. And they were out. Wow. And so after, you know, all this happened, they kind of were like, okay, we need to go tell somebody. We need to figure out, you know, we need to get out of here. But we also need to warn others because there's something, this place is haunted. There's something normal. Yeah. There's, it's not normal here. So they went to the media and actually George Knapp, a very famous journalist um, in this field of paranormal um, actually kind of helped them get their story out.
1: It doesn't seem like many people do that anymore. Like you never hear of nowadays, like so-and-so claims they're haunted, haunted house going on over here, haunted this, Like you never see journalists reporting on that. But like, a bunch of these older stories have they you know they go totally. to the media to tell their story totally. and they actually publish it yeah it's interesting it's like does that stuff not happen anymore do they not go to the media or the media just doesn't publish that type of
0: i thing? think the media just doesn't publish it i think the media is very skeptical and they're very worried about being like factual yeah that if it's not and like george knapp specifically is known for these types of stories i mean he broke bob lazar he was the one that brought bob lazar uh, story to everybody. So he's kind of he's definitely like a dedicated his career to this kind of of works. And there's just not that many people like him out there that do this too, and and are able to bring these paranormal stories to the public. um But after this kind of got into the newspaper and stuff, as they were you know trying to sell the ranch and get out of it, they had like some interesting people come to the ranch that identified themselves as like a Navy intelligence officer from North Carolina. And then they had an agent with the air force office of special investigations that came by and took interest in what was happening there and took a look at the photos that they had and things like that. Um, Which is interesting that the military is all of a sudden piqued their interest of, of all this activity there. But on their last day at the ranch, they were rounding up cattle and by the late evening they were exhausted. So they locked their doors and, you know, saw that their children went to bed and then they went and went to bed themselves. And the next morning of their last day at the ranch, they awoke to find their bedding covered in blood. Oh no. And they both had one eighth inch deep scoop marks in the same place on their right thumbs.
1: Oh, that's so creepy. What the scoop f- marks. Yeah.
0: So like something like had a gone a tiny little scooper gone in there and took like a piece of their thumbs. For
1: testing, probably, right? Maybe. I mean that's what it sounds like, right? Well, so they take a something, little piece of their
0: thumb. Something is Ooh. something is there and is actively doing these things to them. Oh, that's so creepy. If in dude. fact their stories are true. Yeah. Can you imagine that? And literally they're like, like got to get out of here. I can only imagine like if yeah. you know waking up and all this has happened to you like. We're and it's the, like in your home. Get the fuck safe out of here. Space, right. Yeah. This is this is it. We're getting yeah, out of here. We're done. So, this is when Robert Bigelow, billionaire, genius, playboy, alien. Playboy. Yeah, no, he is. A, he's a playboy.
1: Like he was a playboy model. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes, absolutely. Robert Bigelow. No, I don't know. He could playboy. have been. Maybe a Who strapping knows?
1: young yeah. man back in the day. No, really? yeah. Honestly, he's kind of hot for his age.
0: And it's interesting. We don't <laughs> hear.
1: <I> completely
2: <laughs> <endowed>. love that. <laughs> All right, go ahead.
0: It's fine. No, um he is very attractive, I agree. What do you want me to say to this? <laughs> <It's
1: so laughs> He's got a sharp face, strong, you
0: know? Strong jawline there. Who does he look like? Um that like one guy you used
1: to always say he looked
0: like... Burt Reynolds.
1: Burt Reynolds.
0: <laughs> yeah, he kind of does actually. What I find interesting about Robert Bigelow is that we hear all the time about Elon Musk, mm-hmm. but we don't hear about this guy. And this guy's no. potentially Knows more, probably actually does know more, especially about the paranormal. really never hear about
1: him. No. For how, you know, what a a mark he's made in so many areas, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, the big thing with Robert Bigelow is his aerospace company that's building expandable space pods. He's literally building habitats for space. Right. And yet we only hear about SpaceX, I feel like. And part of that is him, like, he's keeping it very hush-hush and, like, reason why is he's doing top secret government shit like he's got yeah. top secret clearances with the the government and has contracted with so he knows the government shit. agencies absolutely he knows some shit <laughs>
2: some,
0: some shit, shit. <laughs> some shit united states
2: united states
0: Ah, so good no but he he has been studying the paranormal for a very long time and in 1996, he actually went and bought the ranch from the Shermans for $200,000, which is less than what the Shermans paid for it. They had they they were just like get us out of this. Somebody buy a ranch, oh and he was intrigued because he read in the newspapers about all this crazy shit, mm-hmm. cattle mutilations, UFOs, and so he's like sold. He was like definitely want that, and he's actually bought multiple ranches. He own, he, owns, he goes out and buys these paranormal hotspots to investigate them, and that's exactly what he did. And I wanted to play this clip from 60 Minutes. Um, It's a rare interview of him talking about UFOs and his interest in them and kind of what he knows about it. It's it's, uh, definitely worth a listen to understand him better.
1: Told us this is where his grandparents had a close encounter with a UFO.
3: It really sped up and came right into their face and filled up the entire windshield of the car and it took off at a at a right angle and shot off into the distance
1: that story sparked his obsession and explains the alien looking out from the side of bigelow aerospace do you believe in aliens
3: i'm absolutely convinced that's all there is to it
1: do you also believe that ufos have come to earth
3: there has been and is an existing presence uh, an et presence and i spent millions and millions i probably spent more as an individual than anybody else in the United States has ever spent on this subject.
1: Is it risky for you to say, you know, in public that you believe in in UFOs and aliens?
3: I don't care.
1: You don't worry that some people will say, did you hear that guy? He sounds like he's crazy.
3: I don't care. Why not? It's not gonna make a difference. It's not gonna change reality of what I know.
1: Do you imagine that in our space travels we will encounter other forms of intelligent life?
3: You don't have to go anywhere.
2: You can find it
3: here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mind blown. <laughs> That's so
1: crazy. I love that clip.
0: I wanna I wish we could interview that sixty minutes interviewer after that and be like, I know. What do you think of that? She was starting to <laughs> like, the gears what? were
1: turning in her mind when she's she like, he was saying holy that. Shit. She she like, wasn't she's like, she's like they're already here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, bitch. He knows some shit, absolutely. God,
1: imagine if we could get him on the show.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. He doesn't do interviews. That's like a rare interview. He there's nothing on him other than that interview. And what's interesting, it's been removed from the internet. Wow. It's had I had to find a re-upload of the original. Like 60 Minutes doesn't even have it on their YouTube channel. It's completely like disappeared from the internet. It's very interesting. Especially considering now that the government's like UFOs are real. And he's saying there's an ET presence. Aliens have been visiting Mm us. And and he's hence why right. he's buying skinwalker ranch and after he bought skinwalker ranch he formed a group called the national institute for discovery science or nids and what they did is they essentially turned the ranch into a paranormal laboratory he was really interested about all the happenings that were going on at the ranch and so he brought in all of these experts including um jacques valet hal putoff melvin morse and edgar mitchell which is interesting because Hal Putoff is now in *To the Stars* with Tom DeLonge. Is he? Yeah. Oh. So this is these are all people that have been in this subject for a long time doing really research. Know their shit, yeah. yeah, really know their shit about what's going on because yeah, Hal Putoff's like a um, really smart scientist, and Edgar Mitchell's a ex astronaut that was a part of this too, and they all were working at Skinwalker Ranch. Um so not only do they have PhD scientists, but they had former FBI field investigators and other law enforcement professionals. And they and this is when they essentially turned Skinwalker Ranch into like another Area 51. They put gates up. They posted keep out signs. Um, the ranch was completely fenced. Um, they had a observation tower. And they even had a veterinarian move in. And they also implemented high tech sensing equipment and a security detail which guarded the property 24 hours a day. They literally hired camo dudes like at Area 51, yeah, like a private it. ex-military force that guards Skinwalker Ranch to this day.
1: Wow. So you can't even really it's
0: go It's even to more it. guarded now.
1: So you can't even go to it then?
0: You can't go on the property now, but you can go to the area around it. Around it. Um, but which, the property is huge, right? It is a huge property, but you can, a, a lot of it is like Indian Reservation, but you can go to a lot of, there's still a lot of hot spots of activity that you can go and visit mm. um, to this day. Um, But while they were there, the NIDS team was there. They were collecting evidence, interviewing witnesses, and searching for explanations for what was happening at the ranch. Um, And this is what he's really kind of led the charge in in this whole field of all these fringe sciences that we don't really, the unexplainable things. um, We don't, you know, science can't necessarily completely explain yet. And uh, yeah, he, his NIDS uh, did all that while they were there. Um, What's interesting though is that they bigelow controlled the ranch up into 2012 i believe and actually this uh pentagon program that had 22 million dollars so the government contracted bigelow to go and research ufos at skinwalker ranch and that's where this top you know the top secret ufo project that broke in 2017 you know it was like a big deal and kind of started this whole ufo craze in the mainstream media This was about Skinwalker Ranch. They were doing that research at Skinwalker Ranch of the UFOs. I did not know that. Yeah.
1: How fascinating!
0: And they were spending millions of dollars doing all this research there, and unfortunately, like we don't really know what the findings were. There's not. They've never released anything as far as you know what they found or if they found that there is Skinwalkers or there is interdimensional beings or portals or things like that going on. Um, But yeah, so they were doing that. And then um, eventually the program got shut down in 2012 and they ended up losing their funding from the Department of Defense um, and the AATIP contract was expired, and not renewed. Now, this was about the time that the ranch, you know, he kind of did everything that he could ran out of funding and then he ended up selling the ranch for apparently four point five million. That's just a rumor in 2016 to um, Adamantium Holdings. Now, what's interesting about Adamantium Holdings is that's named after a fictitious Marvel Comics medal. What? This company that bought Skinwalker Ranch is this company that nobody knows who owns it. It's apparently only two employees of this Adamantium LLC Holdings what? real estate group that huh. bought Skinwalker Ranch.
1: That on sketch.
0: And what they did, though, is they, once they bought it, they said that, and this could be a valid reason that people were trespassing all the time and stuff. Obviously, like trying to get on it and see what was going on, as people do with anything paranormal. But then what they had to do is they had to put up even bigger fences, even bigger gates, and then to this day it's still locked down. There's security detail. If you do, I read, if you do go try to see it and stuff, prepare. You the police will stop and question you and ask you what you're doing and things like that. It's treated. It's almost like an Area 51 out in Utah.
1: Wow. And a lot of people I feel like don't know that part of this or don't know that it's anything to do with UFOs. Honestly. It's all
0: tied in. man. Huh. It's all tied into this whole UFO phenomenon, all the government the, the Skinwalker Ranch really becomes more of a government conspiracy at this point. And you know, what did they find at the ranch? What mm-hmm. findings were there? And as far as we know, the only things that Robert Bigelow has said is basically confirmed. Like, yeah, we saw UFOs there. Like there's why did he sell it? Unexplained am objects going there. They ran out of funding to, um, well, the guy, I, I, the official story is they ran out of funding. But he's a billionaire. He yeah, all what? this. If like, he, he, if he it was really of, like right. that
1: much paranormal stuff going on there, why would he sell it?
0: I think the government. I think the government took it over from him, oh. and this Adamantium Holdings is just like a cover up for a government oh. group that is continuing to do research there. Because why That's else would they beef up security? That makes sense. Bigger gates. Yeah. What really trespassers can yeah. just have that taken care of like how many people yeah. are really trying to it's not like there's storm that. skinwalker ranch well not yet <laughs> not yet yeah so like you know maybe they're that my other theory too is like maybe there's some t- sort of underground military installation there could like be. just like Groom like like totally there's something underground happening wow um that could explain like some of the animals maybe they're they're doing like some hybrid genetic animal you know yeah testing or you know cloning who knows There could be some things. crazy shit happening there underground
1: wow that's really interesting
0: but i wanted to wrap up with this last thing here and that is um there was an individual that was at skinwalker ranch uh when robert bigelow owned it and he's a colonel by the name of john b alexander he performed research at skinwalker ranch and there is um this entity that is very Interesting um, it's described by big old researchers as quote-unquote a neurological electricity Apparently this is a unique entity that is completely black in color and it takes the t- intangible form of thick smoke and the hmm. smoke is described like a disembodied skin of black electrified energy that poses uh, Or possesses intellect like it's smart or alive or living.
1: It's a spirit of some sort. something kind of sounds like um in lost yeah it's exactly black smoke. yeah it's black exactly smoke. It's yeah
0: it's like that which is interesting because it's like maybe lost took that from they probably did
1: a lot of hollywood stuff you know they yeah. were pieces of yeah. paranormal stories
2: i was gonna say in that black smoke picture is that from lost <laughs> yeah i was gonna say
1: that definitely looks like it's from lost
2: <laughs> that's so funny well i was gonna say if not if it's just from something else i mean it looks exactly like that exactly
0: yeah, people, um, or they believe that this entity, this smoke entity, could be causing a lot of like the poltergeist activity, a lot of the haunting shit happening on the property, among other things. Um, and there's this interesting little clip from the Colonel talking about this entity, real quick.
3: Did we learn anything? Absolutely. And I, I think what we learned was that the events were certainly real and tangible. And definitely occurring. These weren't figments of somebody's imagination or folklore or any of these sorts of things. Uh, but as for the etiology, nope, that, like on we remain mystified. Wow.
0: So he said, confirm that the things that happen at Skinwalker Ranch are real, actually happen, they're tangible, but they are completely unexplainable. They do not know what it is.
1: There's no scientific explanation. how it, they,
0: they can't explain it. Wow. But we're talking a, a really, you know, decorated military colonel. Yeah. Just that's putting a reputation no on the line to say that skinwalker ranch is a legit thing. And this UFOs and all this activity is legit.
2: Yeah. What is he gaining from that? Nothing. Nothing. If Nothing. anything, people are going to be like, Oh, right. you're crazy, dude. Yeah, exactly.
0: Right. Well, and that's the thing is like, you know, why would you put your reputation on the line to make yourself look like a crazy person? Exactly. For what? so you can be known as the crazy skinwalker ranch person yeah yeah and and especially the sherman family like why would you make up all that stuff yep happening to you wouldn't you want to stay there at the ranch like it's you bought the place yeah you to live no it, there. obviously
1: like and that's a huge move to like make up to a homestead yeah.
0: with all know? that cattle and everything Yeah, and like and, you
1: work on that for a long time it's like a project yeah to just leave like obviously something was going on
0: yeah so, yeah, I mean, it comes back to like, what do you believe? I mean, evidence wise, there's not a ton of evidence. There's some blurry photos. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll link a site where if you want to go look at all the little photos that they took and things like that, um, they're pretty blurry. But again, it was, you know, the 90s. So it wasn't the mm-hmm. best. It's hard with 90s cameras, your little right. disposable cameras catching like <laughs> UFOs flying in the air. We know right. that they didn't have cameras and things like that that could really catch that kind of activity.
1: It's funny how we can never seem to catch stuff nowadays, though, now that we all have this great technology.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. But we do. We do catch stuff. Yeah. I mean, I've seen. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what I think about this. I mean, I think the activity is real. I think that the UFO hotspot is real. Do I know what's causing all of it? Absolutely not. Could it be aliens? Sure. Could it be that there's these interdimensional portals i mean that's fucking crazy to think about there's things coming from other dimensions inter-dimensional into ours beings, and yeah. fucking with shit and you know causing these kinds of events to happen i don't know it's a really interesting one to think about i mean there's tons and tons of stories i mean we couldn't possibly cover yeah. all of the skinwalker ranch well, stories a lot of them are and, legends too you know yeah, yeah. i
1: mean at the end of the day you can't like verify any right. of this stuff
0: cuz i mean there's locals in the area like this is of just a hot area. It's not right. just like only on the ranch. The mm-hmm. shit happens in the neighboring, you know, towns yeah. and areas. People mm-hmm. all report all kinds of crazy things happening uh, around Skinwalker Ranch. So, definitely something I would recommend looking into more. Uh, there's a lot of interesting things to it. Who knows? Maybe we'll do a follow up to this one day. Maybe we'll after go we there. go to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could drive six hours there, and but
2: you set can't up even camp. go on it. That's you don't so need terrible. to go on
0: it to see UFOs, right. though. Right. Yeah.
2: Plus, if everything is, like, affected around it, I'm sure there's still, you know, creepy energy that you can pick up in places that you can go. mm -hmm. Apparently,
0: I read there's another ranch that a lot of people don't even know about that is even more remote. But it's in that general area. I think it's even closer of a drive to us. Mm. And apparently, the activity is just, like, off the chain. Like, it's way crazier than even skinwalker ranch like there's just all sorts heck? of stuff yeah we should go yeah
1: yeah we definitely should i gotta experience <laughs> bring some, some sage of this for myself yeah seriously <laughs> i've gotta like see i know some, i want to too. Yeah, it's hard to I just see a ufo so bad
0: we gotta go ufo hunting man
1: oh <sighs> Yes, Let's I really it. want to see like something that's like UFO not hunting. making me. Question I have a feeling like it's one hundred percent that was UFO. But yeah. how do you go UFO hunting? You I feel like you're something. just me driving around the dark like. No, a No, you shit. don't drive
0: around. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> He's like, you, you idiot! Listen to me. I'll give you the UFO hunting 101 course. All right. You go to a hot spot. You go to a top of a tall area where you can see very far around.
1: Yeah, but what are the chances you're going to see it in the fifteen minutes? Because you're out
0: you can go to reported well, areas where people see a ton of. You just
1: sit there for seven yeah, hours. Yeah, you
2: gotta yeah, be there for do. hours. You do. You gotta
0: camp out there for a while. Absolutely.
2: Kendall's uh, like, I just want to do a drive by. Yeah.
0: She's like, Is there a drive through UFO? Uh... <laughs> like when you
2: drive to see Christmas
1: lights, she's like, I just want to drive to go <laughs> see UFOs. Like, there's not any
2: guarantee you're going to see anything. You're probably not. And what do you? There is no sit guarantee. Seven hours and wait. Well, well, if you're in a spot that's like prime location, like he said, way up high, where you have a huge view of tons of, yeah. you know, miles and miles. Your worth chances of go up sky, a lot. And you're there, willing to chill there for a chunk of hours then maybe you'd see something or if you're talented enough like dr greer that can just summon yeah. them yeah. well that's what i'm saying them i them i up. don't really want to
1: just go out on my own like if i'm gonna go out and do this and spend my time i want dr greer there <laughs> same
2: okay well why like, not we need to get wait dr greer guys everyone go no i'm just kidding <laughs> oh
1: my gosh can you imagine that would be so cool though one everyone day just- like if we got to go hunting with dr greer like he'd be like the one i'd want to go out with oh yeah i feel like if anyone's gonna help you see that or attract that it's gonna be him
0: it's true but it'd still be fun to go out on our own or i'll go by myself
1: i guarantee we won't see anything knowing our fucking luck
2: hey i've had some weird experiences okay you just gotta believe you gotta believe (laughs) it's true though i say we start with that cabin and figure out what the fuck that light was god
1: because that is freaky. Have any of you guys ever experienced something like that? I'm yeah. Curious. Or do you
2: have any like theories of what it could be? Yeah. Because yeah, it drives me know. crazy. I think about I'm it serious. at least once a week still. It like randomly pops in my head. I'm like, wonder what it was.
0: I'm sure somebody will come up with World something crazy we didn't know. think about. And be oh my like, God. Wait, it could, could be have that. Been my yeah. chart
2: was my chart. My heart was pounding out of my chest when yeah. that was happening. I was like, sh- I remember being like, oh my I'm
1: God. You.
0: <laughs> fucking crazy, man. But anyways, guys, we will go ahead and wrap it up there.
2: Don't forget our
1: merch is launching on the 31st. Yes, yes. And, you know, we'll be available on November and forevermore. Woo-hoo. So <laughs> it's very exciting. Well, it may not be available very long because we do have limited quantities, like I said. So a lot and we got it.
0: lots more coming. Yeah. Lots of collections that will be very cool. Plenty of ideas.
1: Very cool. Very exciting stuff.
0: But yes, hopefully you enjoyed today's episode of the Mile Higher Podcast Skinwalker Ranch. Let us know in the comments if you believe the events at skinwalker ranch were real and actually happened or if you're skeptical and think that they just made all this shit up and it's just a normal you know a normal ranch and you know they did this for publicity and to you know what I gets don't know. me
1: is like you know at the end of the day all these professionals and billionaires and you know people yeah, have gotten involved in The fact that he went
0: out there is. Right.
1: That definitely adds credibility.
0: Why would he spend the time money right. resources to go out there and study that shit if there was anything happening. Mm-hmm. So yeah I don't know man crazy stuff but Thanks again for joining us. We will see you guys next time. Stay safe.
1: And stay woke.